let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. KFI AM 640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Everywhere on the high on the iHeartRadio app. Gonna, the go. H's are getting you now. Gotta go home. The high heart radio app. We're, we're on some <laughs> mental block in there. I yeah, gotta, the H's are getting you. Yeah. All right. So we're on the air. From, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. I wish that uh, would be nice. Maybe you need to take a flop like Biden. Uh, Straight out your head. We're on the radio one till four. After four o'clock, it's the iHeart app for the John and Ken podcast. John and Ken on demand. See, it's very simple. All right. In an hour, it'll be three o'clock. You probably knew that. We are Thanks. going to have the Moist Line people come and entertain us during in, the 3 o'clock hour. And in two hours, it'll be 4 o'clock. I know, and then you can download the iHeart app. <laughs> it'll be your chance after 4 o'clock. <laughs> How many times do you say that a show? Not enough. Okay, apparently not. Uh, the Wall Street Journal did a headline story printed today, uh, uh, also appearing on their website, California spent $17 billion on homelessness. It's not working. Now, the Wall Street Journal does lean a little bit right, but they're pretty practical on the way they approach much many issues, particularly good on fiscal issues. So it's a pretty good read, and it's, I, I, it's so there's little objectivity left in journalism, but I think this one's pretty close to on the mark. Yeah. They had two reporters do this story, and a lot of the focus is on a big encampment in Oakland. We talked a lot about Oakland today. The port shut down. We're going to talk about Oakland later. Apparently, there was a city council meeting. People went crazy 
at the city council members over the crime in their neighborhoods. It's a disaster area. Should be declared a federal disaster area. The A's are leaving, right? The A's are leaving. Yeah, the yeah. Raiders left. Warriors left. <laughs> uh, city firefighters arrive mid-morning at a homeless camp on Wood Street to quell a fire spreading across a tinderbox landscape of discarded furniture, debris, abandoned cars, and dwellings fashioned from tents, tarps, and plywood. Fire crews struggled for more than two hours. There wasn't enough hydrants because no one was ever supposed to live on that stretch of dirt that snakes beneath the I-880, the freeway <laughs> connecting Oakland and San Jose. That's one of the most important lines in the story. Yes. No one was ever supposed to live on that stretch of dirt. Once again, guess what? It's Caltrans property yeah. that they, yeah, because they figure they'll be left alone. Well, it's the, not some private lot that somebody and, owns. And it's just, not hard to send a patrol officer there a couple of times a day. And if you find anybody squatting or building a tent, you say, out, go. I have a gun. Hit the I road. Like, I like the way this was worded. Yet over six years, the property had become home to more than 300 homeless people, addicts, the mentally ill, and those unable to get a grip on Bay Area housing with a warehouse job or a construction gig. 300 homeless people over six years. <laughs> the big mistake, and everybody in government has made this because they don't care. The first homeless guy that shows up, the first one you say, out, go. Because one becomes 10, becomes 100, becomes 300 or more. That big fire finally forced them to clear the camp. But a months-long legal and bureaucratic battle followed in a display of the humanitarian, practical, and political forces trying with limited effect to solve the urban homeless you know problem. If you don't just evict them, there's no solution to this. The number of homeless people in California grew 50% in the last eight years. 50%. Ouch! The state has 12% of the population in the U.S., and it has half of the unsheltered homeless. And you notice that timeline? I, I always hang on. 2014 to 2022 is the time period they're saying that homelessness grew 50%. I always hang on to 2014 because that's when Prop 47 passed. Yep. I think that one was a big dagger. Yep. That was a real huge mistake when it came to homelessness because it stopped prosecution of drug crimes. Right. Where and that prosecutors just allows people to do what they want, refuse treatment so because to avoid a felony was gone off the table and that right. just let this run rampant. Prosecutors could tell somebody arrested on a drug crime you have two choices. You go to jail or you go to treatment. Which do you want? And prop 47 erased both of those choices. No jail and no treatment. So the bodies start, started piling up. No, 2014, that's not a coincidence. That's a cause and effect. No. It goes up 50% in eight years? That, we how, are 12% how we... of the U.S. population, but we have half of the country's unsheltered homeless. All right, As you know, wait. we've talked many times that New York City wait. does house somewhere a lot of their homeless. Well, what does that tell you? People are coming here by bus and train. How else would we get 50% of the, of the uh, nation's homeless? I mean, no. Prop 47 contributed some of that, but not all of that. A lot of it was, was just imports because word spread. Anything goes. No laws. No laws. Wow, that's disgusting. Do you know how many fires they've had at homeless encampments in Oakland in a one-year period?
816. They had 63 in the camp under the uh, 880 freeway that we just told you about. They call it the Wood Street Camp, yeah. 63. Well, when you have hundreds of people living there, oh, God, the picture is just horrible. Oh, it's... it's, The only thing you could say for it is that this is not an area where the public... It's not a park. It's not an area where the public would probably care much about it. Right. just drive by on the freeway and see it. That's why you see a lot Uh, of that in downtown L.A. around the freeway ramps. There's lots of encampments because... No one's fighting over that property. No, I saw this one under the 880 because uh, we went to see the uh, A's and Mets play baseball. And we took an exit ramp in Oakland on the way home and drove underneath the freeway. We were headed to a restaurant and I saw this thing. And, it, I, I, you know, and I've seen, we've all seen a lot here in L.A. I saw this thing. It's like, oh, my God, what the hell? It's it's just insanity. So after spending $17 billion, uh, empty head Newsom, Newsom has proposed another $3.7 billion. Well, what's yeah, that going to do? His new budget, which is coming up this month. The voters in L.A. and San Francisco, which have some of the largest homeless populations in the state, were unhappy enough about it to approve taxes, costing them billions of dollars to fund anti-homelessness programs and housing so far. Cost overruns, delays have left little to show right. for the money. That's that H and HHH. Yeah. And the latest, that stupid uh, wealth tax on right. uh, property transfer, ULA. Yeah, the mansion tax. The okay. mansion tax. So, I, I I mean, are you convinced yet? Stop voting for these tax increases. The money's not going anywhere good. It's being absorbed by all the uh, crooked bureaucrats and all these crooked, criminal, nonprofit organizations. No, none of these people care about the homeless. They care about making big gobs of money from you. But you can see the homelessness in L.A. got much worse. And San Francisco got much worse. Oakland, much worse. Is there any town where it got better? And the money has exploded exponentially. You can't spend $17 billion on something, have it get worse, and then come and ask for more. Except they do come and ask for more. And people go, yeah, sure, here's more. Oh, this housing first and harm reduction stuff, that has to go out the window. You know what? When you look at these people, they're so dysfunctional now, they they can't live in any kind of normal housing. No, they they get interviewed. Some of them act like, oh, this is my life now. I I know. I don't know. They've crossed to the other side where they're no longer capable of uh, living a normal life or, or analyzing what's going on because the stuff they say is just nonsensical. Yeah. Just. Uh, I never remember that movie that I, I think one best picture, best nomad land. You ever see that movie? No. Well, I, it's about a woman that lost her job. Uh, well, she was working like the winter holiday jobs for Amazon at one of their warehouses or something like that. But, she wasn't making much money. As a woman like in her 50s and her husband, had, she suffered a trauma. Her husband died years before. Well, the point is at the end of the film, the family, their sister, I think, and her husband, the sister's husband, try to bring her inside and she just won't. And that's what I mean. So dysfunctional, living out there like this for so long, these people just can't return to civilization. Yeah. It's like they've just gone too wild. They've become, they become feral human beings, like feral cats. Yeah, they become they've wild. adapted to it to the point yeah. where they consider themselves to be very independent off the grid, and they really don't want to live by the norms anymore. So you can't what are you going to do? You can't bring a wild stray cat into the house, right? 
it'll scratch and chew on everything and fight and fight the other cats. It, 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 it's it's not domesticated anymore. Same thing happens to people when they're when they're out, uh, you know, living in a, in a tent long enough and get their brain fried on drugs. You can't bring them into the home. All right. When we come back, uh, another topic that comes up on the show, crime, shoplifting. And, of course, what uh, store is usually at the center of a lot of these uh, horrible episodes? Walgreens. They've made a move. You might like it. You might not. John and Ken, KFI, AM640. We're live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. On the radio from 1 till 4, after 4 o'clock, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. Uh, yesterday, the first segment of this hour, we had on a woman from the Sunland Dahunga Neighborhood Association. Remember that interview? Yes. It was about an arsonist <laughs> who apparently had set a lot of cars and trailers on fire. 25 we, of them. They did arrest 37-year-old Guadalupe Resendez. Just this little update. He was under surveillance and was experiencing homelessness at the time of his arrest. He was experiencing it? Yeah, this is Fox it, 11's wordage. Is, is yeah. that like experiencing a dizzy spell? Well, you know, yes, we don't want to, ex- to, to ex- define someone by <laughs> the fact that they're homeless. So we say they're experiencing. Why? I don't understand. I want to grab some of these uh, wiener journalists and shake them and say, what do you mean he's experiencing homelessness? <laughs> why, why can't you say he's homeless at the very least? He's a vagrant. He doesn't work. He's a drug addict. He's, he's a schizophrenic. He's Between, non-functional. Why you would think I'm experiencing homelessness? Between surveillance footage and interviews with arson victims, investigators are able to identify a very unique vehicle believed to be connected to the suspect. That's all it says. I don't know. He did this on a bicycle, but I, that doesn't sound like what they're talking about. So I don't know what that very unique vehicle was that helped them connect him everybody, to the arson spray. Everybody speaks in code. <laughs> We're experiencing homelessness. He had a very unique vehicle. Can you just tell us exactly, specifically, what the story is? Why is that so hard now? Uh, of course, one of the big stories the last few years is the shoplifting problem, uh, particularly a big problem with the pharmacies. Uh, Walgreens, I never see CVS suffering as much. As Walgreens. I mean, Walgreens closed a bunch of stores in San Francisco and a few other places, and they've actually had their CEO talk about, uh, during these earnings calls, the problem they have with shoplifting and how much it's costing their bottom line. So the news today is that they have debuted a new anti-theft store. It's in Chicago. It opened up on Tuesday. How do you describe this? Well, you go in the store and there are two aisles that allegedly are essentials. They're open to you to do your regular shopping. Everything else has to be ordered from a counter, a kiosk. The pictures show what looks like big... It's glass, like refrigerator cases you might see in a grocery store, but I guess they're locked. And you can at least see the item. But if you want it, you have to go up to the kiosk and put in your order. And they actually go to the front and they bring it to you. So they can track everything you're doing. No, that's And not, you can't just lift it up and walk out the front door. That sucks. I would never go in there. It's a waste of time. That's what quite a few people said. And then you have the slob worker shuffling around really slow. And if there are too many customers, you got to stand in line, and he's got to go one by one through all the customers. And then he comes orders. back with the wrong item. Wrong item. Like, that's, that's not right. the one I meant. I ordered in the kiosk because yeah. some items are very yeah. specific. They have, some right. brands have so many different variations. Oh my now. god! Yeah. Well, you, Do you, you look at the toothpaste aisle these days? Why well, it's an eye opener. 
There's like four four hundred varieties. Yeah, I know, but a lot of them are Crest or Colgate. But but Crest and Colgate both have like a hundred varieties each. Yes, I know all, all these different particular things the toothpaste is going to do, and if you believe it, right? Whitening and black and I. Uh, it, 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 yeah. So I, what if the guy comes with the, that's not the one I wanted. I wanted the one with special no. gum control. Uh, I'm I'm just not going in. I mean, it's easier to do it at home. Uh, and order on Amazon. Right, just have it delivered. Yeah. I mean, I mean, why would you go in here? They might as well close all these local uh, drugstores now. I mean, just just have the the pharmacy uh, counter open. Why are they such the target for all this rampant shoplifting versus any other store? Although, I, obviously, some guys crash their cars into the front of uh, high-end uh, luxury good places. That happens still, but... It seems like these drug. I mean, wh- why not just rip off a Seven Eleven? I never hear. I mean, Seven Elevens do have shoplifting problems. That, I know. See, but. that's food. I I think they can they can resell all the, of the, uh, the a lot of the items that are. Yeah, Walgreens, Walgreens yeah. have food too, but you're right; they have so many other things. Yeah, yeah. and and, uh, and and Walgreens, like all these places, they don't want to spend the money. They refuse to spend the money on somebody with a gun. It because when you go to some stores, like if I go to Ace Hardware. They have somebody at times stopping you, and they want to look at your receipt. Best Buy does that. Ace yeah, Hardware is somebody uh, Costco. Yeah, and Ace Obviously, Hardware. Yeah, uh, when you walk in, they that. ask you, uh, what, "What would you like?" And I tell I tell them, and they say, "Okay, aisle eight at the end." And then a guy at the end of aisle eight is there waiting for me. What so, store is that? Ace Hardware. Ace Hardware. I've never had that experience. I don't go to no. Ace Hardware though. You go to a hardware store? That's a shocker to me. Uh, it's a shocker to me because I don't Obviously know you're buying something for somebody else to do the work. No, what's uh, for your bunker? You know, I, I did go there for bunker supplies. Yes. No. Oh, okay. I, I don't, know. I Just, can't imagine you with the hammer or a nail. Stuff, so I don't my, know. My wife always has projects going on and there's maybe workmen showing up and she said, Hey, can you run down to the hardware store and get this for him? Because oh. then the guy gets the work done faster. Otherwise he goes in his truck and disappears for three and a half hours and comes back drunk. All right, so I go to the hardware store and pick up the piece that he needs. My other question here was two aisles of essential items. I wonder what those are. Essential items. What would you consider to be, would toothpaste be essential? Something that, you know, you I use every the day? That Basic toiletries? Yeah, I, would I think. guess that would be, it doesn't say, it just says that's, but that's all you get is the two aisles. I mean, because everything else you have to walk up to the kiosk and put in the order and then wait for the guy to come in. And of course, this story uh says that well the CEO of Walgreens now admits he probably mischaracterized how much theft took place in the chain stores and may have spent too much introducing security measures Walgreens closed five stores in San Francisco citing organized shoplifting I don't so, understand what what they exaggerated the amount that was being stolen I it seems like he walked back the number a little bit yes. and why then why is he why are they closing the stores and why do they have everything locked up now that's right it's not what people say it's what they do right yeah. i mean if you really wanted to do business you wouldn't do it this way you would only do this if you were desperate to cut down no. on something like that it sounds like because you're right this is for regular customers who are not going to rob you this is a turnoff to have to go in there and use the kiosk it was bad enough when they locked up a few items they had to wait for a clerk to come by and get you the razor blades or whatever you needed but now only two rows are going to have items and then the rest of the store is uh, closed off and you have to order by kiosk. Well, the, right. the people brought it on themselves. And uh, this is what Chicago's like, San well, Francisco's The shoplifters like. brought it on, not the people. Well, it's not you, our fault. But you voted for people who won't enforce the law anymore. Yeah. Well, then you have that San Francisco story. 
where it was a Walgreens too. Remember the uh, shoplifter got killed. The security guard shot him because he felt threatened by him. Oh, good. They're, they're getting sued over that. Well, yeah, yeah, but and, uh, no, nobody's nobody's shoplifting from that store anymore. And the San Francisco supervisors are pushing that they can't have guns. The security guards. So uh, you should vote for different supervisors. <laughs> I, I think I think all the employees ought to be armed now. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. The uh, John and Ken Show, John Cobalt and Ken Shampoo, KFI AM 640. Uh, okay, coming up after 3 o'clock, we have a lawsuit against uh, one of those... Uh, uh, universal basic income programs. This is going on 
up in San Francisco, a, a group called uh, Californians for Equal Rights Foundation and some San Francisco taxpayers have filed this lawsuit against the city and the county. Good. What they're called, they're called guaranteed income programs. You'll find out the basis of the lawsuit. Yeah, these should be challenged. This has gotten. This should be really- stopped. Out of control. You start. You start. We've already in enough trouble because we give out so much, so many benefits, so much free money for no work. I mean, I thought the whole debate in Washington this week, uh, work requirements for those uh, getting uh, food stamps. It's like, oh, there wasn't work requirements. Really, this is new and it's controversial. How nuts has everything gotten? You should absolutely be forced to work if you're going to take any uh, assistance from my pocket. Years ago on the John and Ken show, John once announced, and I don't remember the subject matter we were talking about, that you would find the life of a sheep herder one day to be nice. I would. To sit up there in the mountains in Mm -hmm. your robes. I would rather be, I so much would like to be outdoors in a a desolate area (laughs) by myself. Just with with a gentle animal to look after. yes. Because sheep and goats pretty much just sit there. They stand there and graze. That's pretty much their entire day. Right. Which is why I said yesterday they poop a lot because that kind of grassy, fibrous. And and goats will not only eat all day, they will eat anything. They will eat anything. They'll eat shards of metal, wood. Well, uh, this story is kind of brings together why California is such a crazy place. As you know, we do have wildfires, right? And they're always up in arms about the chances of wildfires one of the things they do to help mitigate wildfires involves goats you've probably heard about this they put them up to clear what they call native grasses and vegetation yeah. actually a picture of a woman overseeing some goats who are doing that laguna beach they've had in those july on- of 2020 which to help clear down uh, some of the fire danger they've had those on catalina island for years that's right. I, there I is, there is a lot of goats, yes. I saw the goats on uh, Catalina. They were busy uh, eating the hillsides. That's all they do all day. When I went life. to Iceland a few years ago, I'd watch the Icelandic sheep you know, do the same thing, although it wasn't really brush clearing. But what was amazing about them is you, we went on long drives, and you can see them up at the top of the mountain way there, and you go around the corner and come back, and they've moved down. Right. They're very slow, but they, they make their way down And the, eating, sh- eating the, the sheep herder and the goat herder, you get a nice robe. Yeah, and and, what like a like a kick, a, a, a stick, or what do they call it? A, st- like, a staff. A staff. staff. You hold the it. staff. You look uh, like royalty in the robe. You have some kind of headdress on, and you just just watch the earth go by. Just watch watch it's the grass tranquil. grow. Yeah, it's very tranquil. It's pleasant. Yeah, it's sort of your own version of Bidenville. That's you just sit there. That's where I want to be. Look at the birds in the sky. And if you get really hungry, you could always eat one of the goats. Well. uh... Here's where everything comes together. Uh, apparently, goat ranchers, and yes, there are actual companies and programs that put together these uh, goat grazing things to try to clear the vegetation. Uh, there's been a recent change in state labor requirements for herders. Basically, it would raise the pay significantly for the goat herders. Uh, goat herders will no longer be eligible for a monthly herders compensation, which is about $2,800 plus required overtime. Instead, come January 1st, they're going to have to pay them an hourly rate, like $15.50, oh comparable God. to farm workers, plus required overtime. 
And most of the people interviewed in this story, that one of them is called Western Grazers, a guy by the name of Tim Arrowsmith, says, I can't afford that. There's, he employs a few dozen herders for his several thousand goats. The monthly salary is almost four times what he currently pays his goat herders, which he already says is a fair wage because I give them housing, groceries, cell phone, and clothes. Bro, that covers fact, everything. If one you, guy brings him from Peru to do the goat herding. If you have shelter from Peru, if you have shelter, food, clothes, and, and a cell phone, you've got all the basics in modern life. There. Then why do you need to take home, you know, the minimum wage so, of what was it, fifteen something, so fifteen fifty an hour? All the legislators are going to do is put the goat herders out of business, and then everything's going to burn. Yeah, the the goats have probably saved some land from severe fires, don't you think? Look at this. In the course of their work over the years? Listen to the department that stuck its nose into the goat herders' lives. The State Department of Industrial Relations and the Employment Development Department. The Employment Development Department, that that's that uh, that's the, the criminal the, agency that blew thirty million dollars, thirty billion dollars on all the scammers around the world. Right. For the uh, COVID unemployment money. There has to be a fix for this. Uh, that's and you know who else was involved? Oh, uh, Lorena Gonzalez Fletcher, chief officer of the California Labor Federation, said there needs to be more oversight for these workers who she called particularly vulnerable. Even if she agrees that considering them hourly workers probably doesn't make sense. Well, because no she longer want, in the legislature, but no, no, but she's she's head of the California Labor Federation. They want she wants to force the goat herders into a goat herders union. That's that that's her angle here when she was in the legislature all these all these bills that she wrote and got passed you know uber and lyft drivers it was all about unionizing everybody so the unions could start start collecting payments even the goat herders the goat herders yeah well yeah, you'd have to join the goat herders isn't union. that micromanaging the union thing a little bit well yeah but then the unions the goat herders were happy. They'd come up from Peru, and as John, we were just talking about, they get uh, the housing, yeah. they get a cell phone, they get some food. Right. But the but the unions then give kickback money to the uh, legislators. How much How much do you think Lorena Gonzalez made in campaign contributions oh from the unions? Right? right? And so they were paying her big money. She, in turn, was getting this legislation passed, and everybody voted for it, at least all the Democrats did, because they were all getting big money from the unions. It's corruption. That's all this was. And, and you know, they, they ran out of things to, uh, oh, to go look after. what she says here. If we allow an exemption without any oversight for these Peruvian goat herders, what comes next? You I know, knew that was going to happen. You know what? There's going to be no Peruvian goat herders. These people <laughs> are going to be stuck in Peru herding goats back home. And they will. The land even... is going to burn. Yeah, and if, then if the goat herder program ends, uh, unless the goats don't get a, don't have a herder, can they just go out there on their know, own and she, take care of things? She ought to get out of the legislation business and like go tend to her husband. Her husband's running around uh, committing all kinds of uh, sexual indiscretions. <laughs> oh no, she doesn't. Uh, she doesn't care about. It. He's he's history. That's really about her future as the head of the labor federation. Right. Uh, yeah. What kind of marriage is that one? There's an Assembly Bill 1099, which would keep the current compensation requirements for goat herders. But the proposal uh, from uh, Megan Dolly, is that the Brian Dolly's wife, an Assemblywoman from Reading, hasn't yet been scheduled for any committee hearing. So for now, there's no fix to the problem.
So the goat herders are being forced? I mean, they're forcing this? Yeah, guy. see, according to Lorena Gonzalez, they're being abused and exploited. We need some oversight. The government has to step in here. My and God, what a monolith the California government has become. They are involved in the minutia of everyone's everything. life. You can't even stand on a hill by yourself with a goat. And here comes some government official to want to check your pay stub. Maybe you could do it Maybe. for free. That's where I'm going one day. You've got a little extra time. If, right? if it's I only a three-hour radio show, so. Look, if I disappear one day, go to the hills of Catalina. You'll see me standing there in a robe with a mm. staff. Which staff? Talking to my goats. And which robe? <laughs> Your, that leopard robe you got me. <laughs> oh, that would be a look. Yeah. Make sure you hold the wooden staff, not the... Uh... <laughs> Don't get too excited there, Catalina. Whatever works for the goats. Uh, <laughs> Look what you did to me. Johnny Ken KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. After 4 o'clock, the John and Ken podcast called John and Ken On Demand. You get that on the iHeart app. We digitize. That's we, where you'll find us. That's right. And you can hear everything you missed during the uh, regular show. Do you remember I made a joke back in January that the year's flying by? Okay. Well, now, now the joke works. It's already June. Sorry. There you go. It is. No, I can't I, believe that. Well, the weird thing is I made that joke like the second week of January is, is a joke. And then <laughs> now today it suddenly seems unfunny because it is June. And yeah. it does seem quick. Another six months of your life gone. Uh, two of the weirder stories have popped up. One of the bigger stories earlier this year is that people had trouble getting tickets to, uh, well, they had trouble with Ticketmaster. Taylor Swift. John, you're a big Taylor Swift fan, aren't you? <laughs> She's really you good, You can name yes. her entire song repertoire. Five. Name one. <laughs> I have heard Taylor Swift songs that I like, but I don't remember the names. Hmm. All right. But I have What's that Starbucks song? Because there, uh, because I always remember a friend of mine, his daughter is a huge Taylor Swift fan. So one morning we worked out for an hour listening to nothing but Taylor Swift songs. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I like her songs. No, a couple of some of them are good. The tour kicked off in March, and it's actually going to end up at SoFi Stadium in August. You know what? They have melodies and lyrics, mm -hmm. which much of the music these days do not have. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so the story is that people were so stressed out. It took so much to get tickets to the Taylor Swift shows. They don't want to skip any of the concert. So they're wearing diapers. Oh, God. <laughs> Drop that one on the audience. It's a three and a half hour show. <laughs> Eric, they don't, they want to be in line for the right. You know how the ladies room lines can be. Oh, no, they're I terrible. I know. No, I'm, I'm saying they're. Just Honestly, don't drink. Smart. Don't drink any water. Do, uh, don't drink anything. Do any any uh, guys go to Taylor Swift concerts? Aaron Rodgers was at two of them in in uh, New Jersey with, without a date. Uh, he was there with Miles Teller and Miles Teller's wife. So he's like by he's, himself. He was singing along. Everything. Man, he's a weird guy, isn't he? He's very eccentric. It's very strange. <laughs> I could see going, you know, because your wife or girlfriend wants to go. But I can't see, like, a group of guys. You're so sexist. He went back-to-back -back nights. Back-to-back -back nights? Yes. Maybe they're good friends. Huh. Mm. She did not tour for her previous three albums, so she'll be singing some songs, the live debut of some of the songs from those previous albums. That's why people I mean, how are much a guy? Excited. 
How much can a guy hear about Taylor Swift breaking up with all her uh, old boyfriends? <laughs> oh, so you do know. I know that's what she sings about, in part, a lot. I, I read. The other weird story, and this is back around again, although I will emphasize it is voluntary. Air New Zealand. I actually flew them when I was in that part of the world. Uh, voluntarily, uh, you can be weighed before you board. They're trying to figure out average passenger weight. You know, I took a private flight last year, was it? Yeah, last year, to Chicago. It was yeah. like for a football game. Yeah. And we couldn't take off because they, they were trying to balance the weight. It took like an hour for them to figure out how to move the bags around. With, with the, the bags? Or was, was there a, I don't know what it was, but they, they didn't have balance. Was there know, a couple of fat guys that they were... I did not make any comment or anything <laughs> like that. But. You, you go sit on the other side. Air New Zealand says that knowing the average passenger weight would improve their fuel efficiency in the future. But again, I, I say that persist- no. participation is oh. voluntary. You're not going to be forced to get on the scale. Wasn't there st- a story a few weeks ago where somebody was denied uh, boarding the plane until they got weighed and had to pay for two seats? Yeah, wasn't that I- one of those off, weird foreign airlines? I think there was some story yeah. like that. It wasn't like one of the regular mainstream w- w- ones you which, hear about. Which is what they ought to do. Like, if, if you're, if you're you know, 350 pounds, you're two people. You're going to take up two seats. You're going to be crowding out somebody else. So, yeah, you ought to pay double the fare. Oh, is was that woman that had that petition, too, that, uh, I'm sorry, John, they're plus-sized. Plus you see size. a lot of commercials now? You see a lot of commercials on TV for plus-sized yeah, people I, and no, how proud they are? I don't like looking at them. That they're... <laughs> They now have like special clothing and they feel very sexy in their clothing. I'm looking at the commercial and going, well, I'm glad you feel that way. I, I, there is, I cannot watch commercials anymore at all. Uh, I really so can't. much is about self-esteem now. I, I, I know. We, we really, no. uh, beginning in 2020, everything took a big turn. I know. And there's and just so much just, emphasis you know now on and so, like, every, who's ever considered, you know, under, uh, under uh, but every, recognized or. Everything's a lecture. I, I know just by the, the casting of all these commercials and a lot of TV shows, it's not about the show. It's not about the product. It's you're trying to lecture me on something, and I just don't watch it anymore. No. The only thing I don't see in this story, it says here passengers will be weighed at the gates of certain flights. Do they do it publicly or they take you behind a little that screen? That would be so, so embarrassing. Everybody can see your so, weight. It's it, one of those humongous <laughs> scales with the big right. digits on it. Look at this guy weighs 300 pounds. Holy mackerel. You hear the gate attendant going, whoa. As John says, put down the hamburger. <laughs> well, if you don't turn yourself into this, you know, 300-pound person, then you don't have to worry about this happening. But you you are taking up space. You are setting the plane's balance off. Yep. All right, when we come back, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, these basic income programs. There's a lawsuit. The American Civil Rights Project representing Californians for Equal Rights Foundation and some San Francisco taxpayers. It's a brand new lawsuit against the city and the county of San Francisco over these guaranteed income programs. They believe it violates a constitutional amendment. We'll get all the details with our guests coming up. The Moist Line, too, is arriving. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live, the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.